0: Beautiful dream. Stopping the
1: wheel. You're not the first person who's ever dreamt it.
0: You can leave, follow, or get out the way. I'm not going to stop the wheel. I'm going to break the wheel.
1: Brand new edition of Up Late with Nerd Thug Radio. You're hanging out right here with Corey DLG and with me as usual, Little Brother Nico.
0: The whole universe, huh?
1: I mean, if you're broadcasting, you may as well just claim it all.
0: Uh, you know, you say that, and you know, you know what they say about radio signals—they don't stop.
1: That's what I'm like. I don't know a lot about radio signals, but I have heard that like they broadcast them into space. You to know, which I, to which I reply, like, that's going to be annoying.
0: Aliens are just trying to like listen to like pop music. their alien pop music, and they're like, ah, what is this garbage? <laughs> right? They're
1: cruising <laughs> around the universe. They're trying to catch their like their sports talk or something, and like. We keep blowing over with Louis Armstrong or something, like, <laughs> and like, and I think to myself, like, what is this guy crying about? Like, what about the Blocknards? Are they gonna win the third or bowl? And It's like, oh,
0: I'll never know now. <laughs> Knew I should have upgraded to ZM radio. <laughs> <laughs>
1: This is why you pay the two ninety the two ninety nine loop tards every month. You get to listen to everything automatically. It's streamed in. Man, I'm nailing the Just... fake alien words today. <laughs> <laughs> loop tards. That's going to be a good currency. I don't know. I don't know who needs that. I think Gary Vee will be selling it three weeks from now on an NFT. But uh... yeah, dude, it's the, it's the new it's the new coin, dog. <laughs> I'm a little tired of him telling me that everything's the new coin. Like I'm a little. I know he's a smart guy, and I know that he. there's a ton of really great predictions that he's made on TV where people were laughing about him, or people were calling him stupid, and he was dead on right. I know he gets the future and understands technology. I need him to stop selling me NFTs now.
0: Well, it's because NFTs are dumb. They have no value, because they're basically, they exist to conflate the value of cryptocurrency, which is
1: so unstable, my bones hurt. (laughs) Well... (sighs) All of that, yes. And even more so, like, yes, there's a bunch of cool things you could do with it. And he was even like, the other day I saw him on TV where he was really trying to sell why, like, why you, the real consumer, should care. And he was like, Todd's Pizzeria could mint like a thousand tokens. And then he could even have different classes. Like, if you own a silver token, you can always get 10% off your pizza on Fridays. If you own a gold token, it's good for, for five free pizzas a month. And every time a token changes hands, the store gets a royalty of 5%. And I was like, those are all like interesting ideas. Okay. Like I'm not discounting that as an idea. However, I, I need it. I I need it to feel more real and I need companies on like an actual level to do these things before I'm going to buy into the idea that like, this is the future and everyone's doing it.
0: Well, like it's not even necessarily like the future and everyone's doing like, it feels like such a, like, because it's so full of just absolute
1: garbage scams. Well, but that is this, that is like the beginning of the internet always, right? Like the first wave of something is, is there value in it? And can I rip it off? And then it starts to kind of consolidate. Like in the beginning, everyone was like, Bitcoin is a joke. And it was the cartels who were really creating value in Bitcoin. Yeah. And now whole countries use Bitcoin. So like there is a validation effect to these things. This is why I'm not I do understand that at some point NFTs will have some sort of place places. They'll have like they'll have a place in in modern society. I don't think they're going to be the be all end all that everyone's freaking them out to be. But I do think they'll be a great promotional thing i think there'll be a great long-term thing tied in and the idea of royalty sales going back to the store that's all really good and cool it's a better way to do certain things like if a painting changes hands the artist gets nothing for it if stock changes hand the comp the original company gets nothing for it so like in certain ways tokens are better got it I need to see it executed in real time to really feel like it has execution executable value to the world. Yeah. I need to see what has McDonald's come up with with an NFT? Easy. It's, the,
0: it's, the, it's their membership program. Get ready for, I don't know, they're going to call it like the Big Mac or something like that.
1: Well, and they've done a thing before where they literally minted a coin that was worth a Big Mac. It was a collector's Jeez. thing, which also, for a creepy instant, meant that the Big Mac token was worth more, more actual things than real money. Um, that's an uncomfortable thought. Um, see,
0: look. And see, like, this is the future. Everything's going to be a token. It's just going to
1: be Chuck E. Cheese all over again. <laughs> <laughs> if that's the case, 12-year-old me is thrilled. Because I did once get in trouble for having a box of tokens that I found behind a Chuck E. Cheese, and was selling them in front of it. See, that's
0: just that's just harming the that's just harming a, a, the consumer. No, because I was I mean
1: I was I was giving a good deal to the customer. Precisely, yeah,
0: harming the consumer for stopping the illicit sales of Chuck E. Cheese tokens. <laughs> They're like, no, my
1: cheese rat coins. <laughs> I was like hey man I will sell you this rack of tokens for like 50 bucks So they were like yeah deal racks on racks on racks that's, a, that's an impressive story I didn't know you did that that's legendary Uh, it wasn't a Chuck E. Cheese it was a uh, Asia.
0: I don't even know what that is
1: they had them it was like outside of Deerbrook Mall it's gone now. But when we, were, when we were young, like teenagers, eighth grade, ninth grade or whatever, like it was close enough that some of some of the friends' parents were willing to take us there. Uh, and so like one time, yeah, we just went and I don't remember who I went with, but their parents were basically like, all right, see you guys in a couple of hours. And they went to go see a movie. Nice. And so at first we were just going to go in and just, you know, they gave us a couple bucks and we were going to spend it and ride goat they they montasia had a thing where like if you spent you could for, like 20 bucks they would give you a wristband that could do everything like mm-hmm. uh, putt putt golf carts and bumper boats the whole bit yeah well when we got there they were like a guy was throwing trash away and he kicked a couple boxes out of the way and one of them was really like it made a, a coin noise and so yeah i went over and looked at it and i was like this box is full of tokens and uh
0: yeah so basically you're telling me you found the basic equivalent to a chest full of gold doubloons
1: (laughs) sort of yeah just for being a nosy kid and so then we i was like um i was like why don't we because at first my first impulse i mean i'm a kid my first impulse was like let's just dump these in a game but then like (laughs) shady shadier me took over and was like sell these and Big i was like the business yeah. opportunity <laughs> yeah i was like we should sell these and they were already packaged up um like in boxes and so uh, oh man this is just oversight yeah yeah i mean i'm just literally giving a box of t- and so i think what happened is probably about like the fourth person that we sold a box of tokens to for like 40 bucks they went in and opened the box there like and the guys were like why are these guys opening boxes of tokens who's doing this <laughs> and then they just look out front. And we're so damn There's
0: a ninth, eighth grade Cory with
1: $200. <laughs> with the subtlety of eighth grade Cory. Eighth grade Cory was way more inclined to yell F you than he was to be like, run, hide. Yeah. And uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm standing like four feet from the front door of Mount Asia with this box at my feet. <laughs>
0: selling tokens of their ticket of their tokens
1: <laughs> selling boxes of their tokens as you walk in uh on an unrelated note they close like years later so I knew i'm it. sure if you hadn't, sold, security, those, if you <laughs> hadn't <laughs>
0: sold those tokens to those four people yeah they would still be here today if they had taken care of their tokens in the first place it never would have happened maybe maybe they maybe they got maybe they saw you and you're like you know that's a pretty good idea it's pretty garbage here
1: <laughs> i honestly like when when it happened and like the guy was the and i don't know if the box was in the way of the door and he just pushed it outside to deal with it i don't know man but then like when i watched him go back inside and like he went to move the box i was like, oh. The box is heavy as that, First of all, I mean there's yeah, they're... it's full of coins. Yeah, coins are like, light. It's got like 20 boxes of these coins in it, and so like it's super heavy. Um, but like <laughs> the guy couldn't be bothered to even like roll it back inside. You know what I mean? He was like, ah, not even messing with it. And it was one of those doors that doesn't open from the outside. So I was like, well, I guess this is mine now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's been sitting as a paperweight, and they're like, hey, can you close the back door? We don't need it open. And then he's like, ugh. And he's like, "I oh, so supposed to roll it inside. Whatever.
1: Also, the response to it was the weakest. Like, they had no idea how to handle this. Because, like, this lady came out there, and she was just like, are you selling tokens to here? And I was like, yeah. She was like, where did you get these? And I was like, I found them. <laughs> 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 she just kind of looking at me for a second and she goes you can't sell these and i was like why do you get to sell them and that was clearly a question she had never even like
0: yeah she was ill prepared
1: for yeah because she, she goes i'm pretty sure that's ours and i was like well i don't know how you would ever know that and she's like well they're made out to us And i was like but maybe they're mine maybe I commissioned these I was like maybe I bought these from uh, you know the company and she was like I don't know you just can't sell these out here and I said well fine that's fine we're gonna go inside and play anyway and they they did it. they just she was just like well you can't sell these anymore and I was like fine keep them and just walked inside and they did nothing about it you
0: should have at least spent the tokens
1: oh no I mean I had a bunch of the tokens already Oh, because I'd opened the first box to see what they were. (laughs) Oh, and you were like, well, these are mine. Yeah. (laughs) So I had like rolls and rolls of the tokens on me. Plus, I've now bypassed their hearty security of what are you doing?
0: (laughs) I like to imagine it wasn't even like, it wasn't even like, like aggressive. It's just coincident. Like what's happening
1: right now? (laughs) It was, yeah, it was mildly confrontational. She was kind of like, you're not supposed to do this. And I was kind of like, are you? She was
0: like, like, no. she, she was like, Man, they really didn't train me for this one.
1: She, you could tell where she was just like
0: Is Like this... obviously like obviously <laughs> no, but like
1: Is yeah. there a policy? I don't know. If she had known that it was their box of tokens, she probably would have been more mad, but in her mind, I know she's trying to think like where what where, where else would you get this? But how do I know you got this from here? Like she yeah. just gave up real quick though. Also, it wasn't something that I was going to fight that hard, because it was like, if they kick me out, I have to sit out here until my friend's parents are done watching a movie. Plus, he's inside playing games already, because he was like, I don't want anything to do with this. And I was like, whatever.
0: He was going (laughs) to take his role. He was going to take his role and
1: run. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he did. That's exactly what he did. He was like, free tokens, and he just went inside. I was like, What do you? Oh, never mind
0: free tokens that definitely sounds like something i would do <laughs> yeah
1: in hindsight is probably what everyone should have done but yeah i definitely tried to sell them first.
0: <laughs> that almost is way funnier though because it's a way better story it's not like
1: well at the time like even now in hindsight as an adult it's like just nothing nothing bad would have really happened to me because i didn't see yeah. it it wasn't like but as a kid when you don't really know what's allowed or not allowed at that age you like that Corey didn't care. If you couldn't convince me, I wasn't allowed to do it. I was gonna do it. So like, that gray area was my like my dream residency.
0: Yeah, like, where are they gonna? Were they gonna bring up policy? Like, where they gonna send yeah. lawyers after you? Yeah, Yo, what is
1: mountasia's was... move here for the two hundred bucks worth of tokens I've sold? This well, thirteen-year-old,
0: I mean, probably 13 year-old sold tokens,
1: probably thousands of dollars worth of tokens, but I made two hundred bucks. Like, yeah, <laughs> that was the other thing is I was grossly undervaluing it. Like, it's totally ruining their economy.
0: But again, like you open their eyes. This is the this is the beginning of the end for Mount Asia
1: <laughs> and for tokens in general, maybe. <laughs>
0: Yeah, do you see the, the old, the old cheese rat doesn't even use tokens anymore. Where's the tactile sense? <laughs> that is
1: true. Everybody uses swipe cards now. Oh god, maybe I did ruin it for everybody. <laughs>
0: Everyone's gone. <laughs> they dug the tokens. <laughs> It'll never see, work. That's what, again. that's what I want. You, you want, you want real NFTs. I want an NFT that when I buy it, it sends me an actual token.
1: Well, it's sort of like, uh, it makes me think about, uh, there was a movie on Netflix, I didn't watch it, but the title was The Last Days of Crime, and, you know, eventually, if we move over to everything electronic, we are kind of moving away from, like, the last days of robbing a bank. I mean, what are you going to get from robbing a bank anyways? Well, I mean, at one point, it was giant mountains of cash that's good everywhere, and nobody asked questions, but... But these days, I mean...
0: People are mad suspicious when I pull $20 bills out of my wallet. People are
1: suspicious. Okay, I'll, I'll tell the story, then we'll jump out. People, uh, people wouldn't let me deposit cash into Dad's bank account when I was paying him back one time. At the bank. We have, we have the same last name. And un- up until they checked the name, like they thought I was him because of my last name is Daily And I said, yeah, Daily Guardi account. They gave him the account number. Like, okay, cool. And I went to put money in and I was putting in like 600 bucks cash. I'm like, okay, can I see your ID just to verify who you are? And I was like, I don't understand. And they're like, yeah, I just want to see your ID. And I was like, okay. And I show him the ID and they go, oh, you're not. Um... And he almost said dad's name. And then he goes, the account holder. As though I wouldn't know who it is.
0: <laughs> you know, I like, like, yeah,
1: I was like, "No, I know." I am putting money in, and he was like, "Uh, you can't do that." And I was like, "Isn't this a bank? What are we talking about here?"
0: Yeah, then, well, what laws? What laws are gonna be like? Oh man! Well, and that's this the thing, right? Guy came in and anymore. donated, don't like he put eight hundred dollars in your account, right? It's some sort of, and you are like in cash.
1: And he's yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> it's like. And, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's some sort of banking regulation. And then on top of that, what the manager told me, because I was kind of like, I was like, listen, I, this is the most convenient way to do this. This is what I want to do here, blah, blah, blah. And the banking manager was just like, yeah, if we do these a lot, we get flagged every time we do it. And if there's too many, then the like the, the Fed kind of questions our banking practices. And I was like, none of that has anything to do with me putting cash in this man's account. Like, and you're like, yeah,
0: I'm questioning your banking,
1: your yeah. banking practices. I've got questions right now. <laughs> uh, all right, we're gonna jump out to a break. When we come back. We got a lot more up late with nerd Thug Radio.
0: Feel free to donate to my account. Thank you. <laughs>
1: What's up, Night Owls? Corey DLG here. Wanted to make sure you guys know about the weekly schedule of The Adventure Begins, Comics, Games, and More, right up there at 525 Woodland Square, Suite 130 in Conroe. Every Monday, they're painting miniatures, and on Tuesday, they're rotating between Digimon or Dragon Ball. On Wednesday, they have Yu-Gi-Oh! On Friday, they do casual Star Wars play of almost every type of game, including Legion, the X-Wing Fighter, and, of course, Magic the Gathering and Warhammer on Saturdays. Make sure to go to The Adventure Begins, Comics, Games, and More, where all the nerds hang out. All right, nerds, let me tell you guys about a good friend of the show, an 11-year veteran who served in Iraq as a sniper and then became one of the coolest jobs in the world. In 2008, he got licensed to be a private investigator, a bounty hunter. I'm talking about scorpioninvestigations.com. Everything from proof of infidelity to sweeping a home or business for bugs, microphones, cameras, bounty hunting, and even doing some bail bonds work. ScorpionInvestigations.com is who you need to contact for your security needs and background checks ScorpionInvestigations.com Hey guys, Corey DLG of Nerd Thug Radio Just letting you know that your party is not complete unless you're using the Sincere Smiles Photo booth Go to SincereSmilesPhoto.com And go ahead and re- make a reservation there for a photo booth to have at your party It comes with all kinds of props and fun things It can print or even make digital photos for you and most importantly, if you mention the Nerd Thug Radio ad, you get an additional hour for free when making your reservation. SincereSmilesPhoto.com, the photo booth for your party. Nerd Thug Radio, thanks for hanging out with us on this wonderful weekend. We are doing the radio thing. Hanging out with you. That's right, just you. And as always, this is Corey DLG with as usual little brother Nico. That's me. Trying to spin those gleep clops.
0: hmm Getting in.
1: Bands will make them flip flop.
0: Just imagine, like a, like, a regular gray alien he's got the freaking like, Gucci slides on. <laughs>
1: Twerking it. Twerking it to make it work in it, you know? Mm-hmm. So just trying to pay the bizzils. That's true. Do you remember when it was okay to just put Izil in, like in everything?
0: It was never okay, Corey. It was just socially accepted.
1: Wait, wait a minute. you <laughs> saying I was wrong?
0: <laughs> no. I'm saying that we were all misguided youths at one point.
1: Oh, okay. That's fair. That's fair.
0: <laughs> that's gonna be the worst bit of
1: <laughs> not only is it Fizz Air, I is that your answer oh man uh, I'm, you know
0: it's been real I've, been, I've
1: had a real great time with the show <laughs> it's been a good run that was it that's where you, you bail though yeah it's alright I, uh, I mean it was bound to happen at some point
0: I mean, like we could have, we could have seen this coming. Yeah. It's, it's fine.
1: We could have. Uh, who? Uh, that's not gonna. I'm not gonna make it through the reference. I'm not even gonna do it.
0: Fair enough.
1: <laughs> that's that's some low energy, lazy right there. Do you see what just happened? Did you what? hear that? I just quit mid-reference so that I wouldn't have to be bothered to explain the reference. <laughs>
0: It's called You've Been Doing It for a Very Long Time, and I still don't know where your references come from.
1: I, I just like the idea that I just literally in my head went, Don't even bother.
0: <laughs> you started the quote, and you're like, mm, I'm gonna have to explain, it, and then it's still gonna, I'm just gonna go, Uh huh. And then that's gonna yeah. be the end of it. <laughs> Gotta
1: explain it, and then I've got to tie it back in. Like, it's just better if we never do it. <laughs>
0: You know, it's like that one movie, that one time. Right. Whatever. Don't worry about it.
1: Yeah, I do the quote, and then you're like, oh, and I'm like, yeah, you know, that movie, and then seeing it, and like, okay, and then you're like, said it because of, and then you're like, oh, it's not worth it. It's not worth it.
0: Mm, you know,
1: I I want the four minutes back. You want the four minutes back. We're never gonna like.
0: <laughs> they can choose your battles, I guess. Yeah,
1: we're eight minutes out, so I literally I aborted it just uh, right off the. I, I called the audible
0: yeah you know like it's tough it's tough buddy
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh man but yeah no so i've been watching so gary vee has been on the tv like hawking this nft thing and i don't know man like on some level there is a neat idea to it but i just don't like i think
0: like i think he's like his call on like photography like i think that's really big like, where he's like, it, like, NFTs will be important to, like, photography. Yeah,
1: well, like, they'll be important to anybody who creates, which I guess on some level is why I still in the back of my mind do see a purpose for them. Like, there are going to be NFT comic books. There are going to be NFT pictures. Like, uh, they, already,
0: they already exist. They were, like, the first ones to do anything.
1: Pictures? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I know. But what I mean is, like, photography, I do believe that. Photographers and all that stuff. I think he's dead on with all that. Um, I just... You know what I think it is? I think when this just becomes the technology involved and we stop calling it NFTs and we just move away from this trend that NFT everything, I think that's when it'll when it'll be more acceptable. Because right now, it's just this thing that half the people don't understand.
0: Yeah, they're like, what's a what? A who's a what's it?
1: And what's going to happen is there's going to come like a term that's just as better. Like someone's going to, some brand is going to come up with something like, okay, let's say for photographers, let's say, uh, you know, you're a small business photographer and yeah, when someone reuses your images right now, you don't really have a way to protect it or whatever, whatever. Um, But you turn around and you like you stamp it or you Kodak stamp it or whatever it's going to wind up being called, you know what I mean? Like, and then it's protected and everyone who ever sees it and uses it like before you post it anywhere you put the stamp on it and so now it's yours and it's protected and suddenly like yeah that makes more that's where there's more value but what's gonna have to happen for that to work is we'll have to get away from the idea of clicking copy and paste
0: well and then it'll it'll have to become more integrated like i feel like We're on, like, the outskirts of the technology, like... Right, whatever it is they
1: create has to be uncopyable, pastable. Yeah, which is kind of impossible currently. Once they get there is what it'll be. Because right now you do look like a jackass if you pay, you know, I paid four and a half million dollars for this picture of this 8-bit ape. And someone's like, cool, I click copy and paste, I made it my Twitter profile, and I told Twitter it's an NFT, and now you can't post it.
0: It's one, of my, one of my one of my one of the best videos i've seen about it is is just it's just a picture it's just a the guy scrolling through just right clicking and like save as on all the pictures and the guy like messages him and he's like you can't do that stop doing that it hurts the community,
1: it hurts and, like, the
0: community. and then it, like he shows up at his house and then like he like, like it just pans out and then he just like scrolls over him with the mouse wheel and then clicks right and save as and he just like disappears
1: <laughs> <laughs> stupid it's pretty good stupid that's funny though yeah I don't know I mean listen it is what it is what it is right it hurts the community dude it hurts the community and some of this is status stuff and also some of this is laundry money and some of this is fake Ooh. value and some of this is for attention the the potential for the technology is important and interesting what we're doing with it right now is vanity
0: yeah 100 percent.
1: this is showing off what is possible it's not exactly
0: yeah this is this is the cash grabbing
1: stages where there's a lot of easy money
0: because people don't understand what's happening
1: <laughs> right there's gonna come a time like six years from now when we're talking about this Like, you believe they paid like four million dollars each for those monkey pictures just yeah. Shake their head, and one of the Paul this... will be like, "I used to be famous. I remember when." I don't know the difference between the two of them. Uh, Logan's the
0: older one that fought Mayweather, and then Jake is the even more annoying one. Who...
1: So I saw a clip from I guess they do a podcast, and they're talking to each other, and the one who didn't fight Mayweather was like. Man, you know, I was looking back, and it's like, 2021 was my year. And the other one goes, I fought Floyd Mayweather for $10 million. (laughs) It's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, he did do that. He did do that. Never mind. (laughs) (laughs) Tragic. (laughs) The co-host on the show, the other buddy is like, oh, yeah, yeah, Yeah. that that was that was last year shows
0: you how fast the internet moves no one cared anymore no it's, one still cares no one...
1: it is weird to think that like he did have a match a boxing match against one of the greatest boxers ever you know according to most people and <laughs> made a ton of money and got a ton of attention and a ton of publicity and we all instantly forgot about it because it wasn't anything like i mean it was an exhibition I, I mean i understand that part i just think it's interesting that it happened and we was, so was the conor mcgregor mayweather thing that was an exhibition
0: that's true except those are two like actual fighters like no one no one is like man logan's skill is insane like literally the only reason he did it is because he had tons of money (laughs) man i can't believe you just i mean you shots fired at paul brothers
1: like if they want to beat me up for 10 million dollars i'm more than i'll show up tomorrow (laughs) i mean yeah listen if the money's on the table i guess we would get like a smaller cut so like i guess we get their nft or something yeah,
0: whatever. But, like, but at this point, at this point, if I if I'm if I'm fighting a Paul brother, it's, it's we've we've I guess made it. I don't know.
1: <laughs> um, we've made it long enough to cash in, and that's all I care about.
0: Right. I just okay. I just want one more
1: run at those mountation tokens.
0: You know. Although, yeah, true. Although my favorite post ever is the one where it's like when you skip all when you when you fight the final boss that's level three, and it's like Logan Paul who's like two and o, and it's like
1: Flynn Miller's fifty and Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It does seem like a mismatch.
0: It's like man, I can't wait! I can't wait to see this exciting match where this absolute amateur fights one of the one of the best
1: fighters in the world. Um, they were doing an interview for Conor McGregor one time, and one of his belts, he was the interim title holder, Mm -hmm. and so they're listing his accomplishments and they're saying you're the current world champion of this the current world champion of this the current interim champion of this and he keeps telling the guy he's like I don't like to word interim don't don't say that word and he's like well it's the, you are the interim title holder and he's like I am the title holder and he's like yeah the interim title and he's like he's like what are you trying to do here man <laughs> <laughs> well no those are just the facts like we haven't even gotten to a question yet like <laughs> If you're going to be mad about words, like, we can't do this. Like, that's not what we're... That's not what this is about. <laughs> yeah. I had prepared zero questions about interim title. Like... <laughs> uh, it was just funny. He, like, you could see him bristle, and then finally he kind of was just, like, over it. He was just like, yeah, I just don't like that word. Like, well, I mean, <laughs> that is it what is, you're holding. It is. It is the truth. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you want me to do about that. Um, All right, we're going to jump out to a break. and we come back, we're going to talk some other nerdy stuff. This is Up Late with Nerd Thug Radio. Attention, real estate investors. Have you sold properties using seller financing? Call Sal. Do you collect monthly payments from a mortgage note but want a lump sum cash offer? Call Sal. Do you have a rent-to-own property but want to cash out? Call Sal. We pay cash today for your cash flow assets. If you would like a lump sum offer on your asset, please call Sal. We can present a same-day offer so you can get cash in your hands as quickly as possible. Call Sal at M5X Mortgage Note Solutions now. 619-922-0176. 619-922-0176. Corey DLG here of Nerd Thug Radio. Wanted to let you guys know about Dragon's Lair Houston North. Right there at 21151 State Highway 249. Houston, Texas, 77070. The Dragon's Lair has got a full range of comics and games, as well as comics, graphic novels, manga, and one of Houston's largest selections of board, card, and miniature gaming. That's Dragon's Lair right there at 249 in Luetta Road. Come hang out. Let them know Nerd Thug Radio sent you. Back to play with NerdThug Radio. Thanks for hanging out with us on this wonderful weekend, wherever you're listening, be it Houston or Dallas or Fort Worth. Oklahoma City, the Woodlands, or Galveston—wherever it is you might be catching us. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks it's a for a lot of it places. You. It is a lot of places. Um, it's like when you lose your keys and they could be anywhere. Yeah, it happened to me once. Terrified every day losing your. Oh, you know, well that was that was a weird. Like you have, you were like the world's biggest keychain and you still lost your keys. That was weird.
0: Yeah. And the fact that my car was A, never stolen, and B, like, it doesn't matter anymore, but it's really impressive. And, like, I reported it to the police and the campus police, and I was like, anything? And they're like, nah, dude. <laughs> so, like, I, don't, I don't
1: know what happened. I promise you whoever found them had never, like, zero intention of ever using them. They were just like, what do we do with these? And someone else was like, I don't know, throw them away.
0: <laughs> like, that's the only solution,
1: right? Like, I don't know. <laughs> So, I used to, way, way, way back in the day, my problem was always forgetting where I parked. Yes. And I used to get in the wrong car. That's, how do you even do that? Uh, so, when I had the red Nissan, my very first car, the guy, uh, when I would work at Domino's, there was a small little gym next door. It was like a women's gym situation. Mm-hmm. And it was run by this little personal trainer dude. He drove the exact same year and model. Nice. Very cool. I once literally got halfway home. course, I lived in the neighborhood behind the Domino's. So I'm in the car maybe three minutes, four minutes. When, like, I realize there's, like, a gym bag in the passenger seat. And I'm like, I don't go to the gym. Man, this isn't my car at all. <laughs> <laughs> so I have to turn around and bring it back. And then park it, and then get it in mine. And the next day, he peeked his head into the store, Domino's, and I was like, "Hey!" And he was like, "Hey!" And I was like, "Hey!" I'm the guy who steals your car sometimes. And he was like, "Yeah, my car was parked at a different spot, but I saw your car in the parking lot, and I realized probably he's like, you got in the wrong car." And I was like, "I got in the wrong car." And he was like, "But you brought it back." I said, "Yeah, I don't, I don't want your car. Like, I've got a crappy." car too like it's that one (laughs) he's like right 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 I was like so anyway just be on the lookout for that he's like yeah no it's cool man like you brought it back (laughs) (laughs) like I guess
0: it's like the the nicest part of a car theft right Like, at least he brought it back it's convenient
1: well and realistically it also meant that like I guess if I didn't bring it back he like his keys work in my car like he could get home if he needed to (laughs) <laughs> he could have him, he could be forced into the worst car trade deal ever. <laughs> yeah, not even close to a good one. Um, and then fast forward to the Dodge Avenger, I definitely got out of a Walmart one time and walked straight up to the wrong white Dodge Avenger. Um, but like it was click, it was uh, oh no, it wasn't clicking. But I was like, this is mine. And when I when I used the key, it, it it opened the door. But when I opened the door, the alarm went off. And they're like, man, that's really weird. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I don't I don't understand why it's doing this. And I look up and like the next row over, there's another white Dodge Avenger. And I shut this one, <laughs> click the button, and mine lights up over there. And I'm like, oh okay.
0: Like, thank God we've moved into, like, key fob and, like, individual keys. It's terrible to replace them, but, man, the safety features apparently are super important.
1: (laughs) Yeah, because keys just open any, like, if you have a key for, a, I think I heard somewhere where, like, allegedly car keys, back in the day before coding and chips and everything, were set up to where it was, like, there would be four different possible keys, so like in theory, you could open up only a quarter of the fleet of that type of car.
0: I mean, by this logic, you've 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 like won the lottery,
1: yeah, twice. So I don't know. I mean, I don't know how much I believe that, but that was what I remember reading back in the day. That's
0: that's what they say to be
1: like. Oh, okay. There's only
0: like a seventy five percent. There's like a seventy five percent chance it will work. It's like. Or we lied the whole time.
1: Every key works every time. Every time we gave you a key, we just said it would only work on a quarter of the cars. Then we would go back and laugh about it. We'd go laugh because every key opens every car. And you know what's funny is, is locksmith does strike me as the kind of profession where they wouldn't tell you that they were in on it like that's my
0: favorite one of my favorite youtube channels the lockpicking lawyer i have no problem shouting him out because he's like got like the best content on the internet
1: it's i've seen a couple of them and it is funny where there was one where they were like can't be jiggled or whatever it's or jammed or whatever it's called and he does it in like six seconds by jamming it yeah they're like unjamable lock and he's like <laughs> it's like, like a tiktok and you're like oh i guess it is jammable
0: yeah he's he's great he has so many ones where they're like extra security features and he's like apparently the extra security didn't matter
1: <laughs> he gets to do like the uh, the funny the false narrator like yeah <laughs> nothing bad's gonna happen here actually something terrible was about to happen
0: <laughs> something completely awful will definitely happen
1: right now that is I mean sometimes people just set themselves up for it right but locksmiths, though, like, if you think about it, it's one of the most secret society-type jobs I've ever heard of. Literally some keys say don't copy. Yep. Like, who's, who's ever going to know? Like, Some keys are even so advanced
0: that, like, if you take uh, the key to get copied at a locksmith, like, you have to bring, like, a card that, like, yes, I am the original owner of this lock, and you can make copies
1: of this key. But, but my question is... If they were to ignore it, who's enforcing and who's like who would ever knows if they did make a copy?
0: God, could you imagine if you're like like crazy ex was like a locksmith, your life is ruined forever.
1: <laughs> That's why every locksmith is married. That's true. No, No, no. Because <laughs> <laughs> when someone's like, I'm leaving, they're like, No.
0: They're like, you realize this. that there is not a single door on this planet I can't get through, right? It's like, oh, God, barriers mean nothing to this person. They have no boundaries. <laughs> barriers
1: mean nothing to this person. <laughs> Certainly, they struggle with boundaries. <laughs> like, they have to, right? They're right. Like, That's their job. They're like, please leave me alone. <laughs> like, but I can get into your house so fast. Yeah. I assumed you locked all those locks because you wanted to give me something to do. No. No. They're just they're, they're just Walmart locks. It'll only take me 12 seconds to get in. <laughs> you didn't even use anything above a Remington 630. Like you know me, sweetie. I'm, I thought you were just being cute.
0: I'm hurt. Wounded <laughs> even.
1: <laughs> and locksmiths are evil. That's what we got there. Mm. Toxic locksmiths. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Welcome to our new sitcom, Toxic Locksmiths. And it's just just forty five minutes of being really uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah.
1: Fox would pick it up. Oh yeah. And then when people complain about it, they'd be like, The war on entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm trying to remember the last time Tim Allen was funny and Fox is like, We picked up his sitcom for six more seasons. What oh yeah, he does have like a new sitcom. They keep, they keep bringing him back to Fox. Like, I don't... I think he owns stock. Like, probably. I don't know. <laughs> they're in the shareholder meetings. They're like, guys, we need ideas. And he's in the back. He's like, another Tim Allen show. <laughs> and they're like, ah, I
0: heard it. I heard it. Tim Allen, Oop. get out of here. <laughs> <laughs>
1: we'll do it. <laughs> i mean, uh, All right, we're just about to a break. we come back, we got to wrap up with this week's Nerd Thug Radio. Hey guys, Corey DLG of Nerd Thug Radio, letting you guys know about Dragon's Lair's gaming schedule. Every Monday, they've got Magic the Gathering Commander going on, and on Tuesdays and Wednesdays, they have Dungeons and Dragons. That's what I get down on. Uh, Warhammer on Fridays, as well as Friday Night Magic. Every Friday, as well as monthly tournaments, Dragon's Layers, where nerds go to get their game on. Right there Luetta and 249, 21151 State Highway 249, Houston, Texas 77070. Welcome back, everybody, to Uplate with Nerd Thug Radio. I uh, just wanted to remind everybody, before we get too far into anything, uh, to check out the Adventure Begins, Comics, Games, and More Roku page. They are always doing box breaks and other crazy fun stuff there, hanging out and having a good time, skits and funny things, also doing different uh, content videos, comic book lotteries, all kinds of things. Make sure to check it out on your Roku channel. Search the Adventure Begins, Comics, Games, and More, and always support your local comic book store. Um, this is Corey DLG with, as usual, his little brother, Nico, and we're hanging out here in what we're calling the wrap-up of it, Up late with NerdSug Radio.
0: It's true. That's what they call it sometimes.
1: That's what they call it. The wrap-up, the rundown, the wind-down. It's a couple different. Those are some industry terms for you.
0: Some inside baseball for you. Sometimes the end of the show is called the wrap-up.
1: <laughs> I do think sometimes like inside baseball stuff can be fascinating. There's a, there's a one of the Gronkowski brothers does a TikTok where he talks about like the minutia of being in the NFL. Like, you payday happens Thursday morning, so if you're on a roster Wednesday at like two p.m., you're locked in for that week, and that you get paid for the full week. Mm-hmm. So he talks about like when cuts happen during the season; they happen Wednesday afternoon. Oh, um. Another player was talking about that too. They were like, they were with Tennessee at the time. And they went and worked like a charity event Tuesday morning for him. He was like, oh, they sent me to that event knowing full well they were going to cut me at one thirty. That's tough. That is tough. The NFL is a business, man. Uh, interesting enough, you know, we always talk about like this. Remember we talked about the Saints being like sixty million over one year or this mm-hmm. coming last year or whatever. Yeah. Um. So the Buccaneers with Tom Brady retiring. They owe him, I think it's sixteen million in bonus on a February fifth or sixth. Um, part of it's deferred, and part of it's other stuff. But they technically made his contract four years, nice. so they could keep, in theory, up to like sixteen million. Um. But more than likely they're gonna write him a big fat check for sixteen million dollars this week. Awesome. And it's gonna count like ten million against the salary cap. Jeez. It's an interesting thing, like how the NFL structures contracts. They do one, they add a bunch of extra voidable years so they can draw out money that they give you up front or give you at certain points. Um, it's how the Saints always it's how every team like squeezes somebody in right at the end there. Um, like, you don't have to be here for five years but we're going to give you two million now and then the rest later. <laughs> right like Big Ben he retired uh, and he signed an extension two years ago basically knowing that this was going to be his last year and even doing that there's still going to be ten million in dead cap space that he counts for next year. I feel like this happens all the time. <laughs> the dead cap space part does when you cut guys that are mid contract. There's, like some, there's some math where they're like, okay, you owed them X amount of money uh, and you guaranteed them X amount of money. And then what the difference is, like the team a lot of times is still on the hook for, on paper kind of a thing. Um, it is interesting. It's interesting to see happen. Um, but, yeah, so anyway, it, sometimes the insider baseball stuff can be interesting. Uh, they're talking about – he also tells a story real quick when he got traded one time they basically they call him into the office on a Tuesday. They're like, "Hey, you're gonna call so and so. He's gonna set you up on a flight, and they're gonna you're gonna give him whoever handles your household affairs, and they're gonna get your house all packed up and moved for you because it was during the season. Yeah, so like, or it was during the preseason stuff. And when during like during active football, yeah, the the teams can take care of stuff like that. So yeah, they traded him during the preseason and basically. Uh, he's like, hey, hun, watch the movers pack everything for us and then ship it to a new house for us. <laughs> Insane. Isn't it? I mean, it's crazy. Um, all that being said, thank you guys for hanging out with us on another episode of Nerd thug Radio. Uh, as always, I am Corey DLG and with me Little Brother Nico. Make sure to check out the podcast, share, like, and do all that. Um, I want to start working on our reviews, like our ratings on Spotify. So if you're listening, Please uh, take a second to give us however many stars you think is appropriate. Five is the right answer on Spotify. Uh, but, yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Everybody have a great day. We're going to jump out, and you guys enjoy yourselves.